you ever heard a bump in the middle of the night or a strange light off in the distance and wondered what it was? Did you ever see something that didn't look right in the middle of the woods? Do you love ghost stories, cryptids, and urban legends? Come around the campfire and let me tell you a weird story in the firelight where the shadows are longer than they should be and there might just be something lurking in the dark. Welcome to Aliens and Mole People, the podcast, to learn about these creatures and more about their origins. Come around the campfire and let me tell you a weird story in the firelight where the shadows are longer than they should be and there might just be something dark lurking. Welcome to Aliens and Mole People, the podcast to learn about these creatures and find out more about their origins. Driving down the road at night with barely any moonlight to light the road, we can all see something that doesn't seem quite right. Our vision is only lit by the car's headlights and beyond that is inky darkness. Many lonely roads have stories of ghosts and other odd sightings and New Jersey is no exception to this. Today we are going to hear about a few of them from the Garden State. River Road, or Annie's Road, in Tawa, Passaic County. This road is in northern New Jersey and is known for its paranormal activity and is full of investigators looking for evidence of the supernatural. All the activity there's one specific story, the story of Annie, that has become the main story of the road. The story of Annie dates back to prom night in the 1960s, and Annie and her date were arguing while driving down Riverview Road. Riverview Road is a 20-mile stretch of winding, two-lane road with woods on one side and the Passaic River on the other only separated by a metal guardrail. In the heat of the argument, the driver, Annie's boyfriend, pushed her out of the moving car and left her on the roadside alone. With the taillights growing smaller and smaller, this left Annie alone and hurt and no way to get home. As she slowly began her walk home, she was hit by a truck and her once flowing dress tangled up in the truck, dragged her down the road to her death and right in front of the Laurel Row Cemetery. Ever since then, people driving down the long and secluded road with spotty cell phone service will see her looking to seek her revenge still on the roadside. Sometimes she appears as a hitchhiker, but once she is picked up, will vanish from the car. Also, a red streak will appear on the road where it was said to be the site of her accident. This is believed to be paint and has not reappeared since the road was resurfaced a few years ago. While Annie's story is the most popular on the road, it is not the only story of ghostly events, some dating back to colonial times. Doing a 
paranormal investigations have found images, lights, and orbs appearing on photographs that were not seen by the naked eye. At the other end of the state, on the one end of Burnt Mill Road in Atco, New Jersey, Camden County, there is a story of a little boy ghost who can be seen along the road at night. Atco, New Jersey is part of the Pine Barrens, home to the Jersey Devil too. The soil is sandy and the trees are pine, small bushes of wild blueberries that cover the ground. Roads in the Pine Barrens look like they have been carved out of the woods and darkness quickly swallows up the light at night. The story of the Atco ghost is of a young boy who has gotten a new basketball for Christmas. That night, he went outside to play with his new ball and was victim of a car accident in the December darkness. A drunk driver hit the boy, did a U-turn, and sped away from the accident, leaving the boy's body behind. Today, they say if you head down to Burt Mill Road, about two miles past the Route 30 junction at the end of the road, a dead end, do a U-turn, and pull over to where the sand meets the road. After turning off your headlights and kill the engine, you might just see him playing with his basketball. If you are really brave, get out of your car and walk away from the spot where he usually shows up. The ghost of this little boy will look like he is walking towards you, maybe looking at your car to see if it was the one who hit you. For the last haunted road today, we're staying in South Jersey and going to the Indian Curse in Deptford, New Jersey, Gloucester County. In the early 1980s, the New Jersey Department of Transportation decided to connect Route 55 with 47 by adding 7.2 miles to Route 55. Within a few weeks of the beginning of the project, workers began to die mysteriously. It started first with one worker getting crushed by an asphalt truck. A few weeks later, another worker fell off the overpass he was working on. That was blamed by sudden high winds that came out of nowhere. An inspector died from a brain aneurysm while on the job site. A van carrying five Department of Transportation employees caught fire and blew up. Workers or their family members suffered strange illnesses ranging from their feet turning black to cancer. The parents of the first victim, the man run over by the asphalt truck, died and in the same week a brother and father of another worker also died. Carl Kruger site engineer for the project died from cancer soon after the completion of the construction project. Why all these odd illnesses and death? According to Carl Price, who also goes by Sashem Wandaga, the chief and medicine man for the Delaware Indians at the time said the land was an ancient burial ground and was sacred. He was quoted in a local newspaper saying all they had to do was detour around the field, maybe three or four miles, 
nothing would have happened. I told them what would happen if they didn't stop the desecration. The damage is done. The problem is, I feel sorry for some of the people who will be traveling the road in the future. I can remember growing up and having the construction going on and asks and asking why it was taking so long. It was my mother who told me it was because of the Indian burial grounds that were disturbed, which was odd for my mother to say, because she's very practical and logical. She was, she was probably telling me what the article said, but I was young enough to see more into the curse than she probably did. The road was completed despite the deaths and even mechanical issues. Now at night, it can be very creepy drive down certain sections of the addition to Route 55. It is dark, and even though it is two to three lanes wide, the trees seem to lean in, giving off an eerie tunnel-like feel. Even when the roads are clear of trees, there are very little streetlights on the road. The only lights come from fellow cars and the occasional moonlight, so it's a dark and lonely highway. One, one you don't want to break down on. Exits are far apart, and the road is far from homes or other businesses. I have not personally seen anything odd on that stretch of road, but when the fog comes up, it gets even spookier as the wisps of fog drift across the open ground. While researching these haunted roads, I found many more throughout the state of New Jersey. New Jersey is not the biggest state in the Union, but we do have a fair share of creepy and odd stories that last generations. Aliens and Mole People, the podcast, is a Fireball Studio Productions. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Aliens and Mole People. And if you like the show, leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. It helps the show get discovered. If you have a weird story of something that went bump in the night and want to share it here, send it to stories at aliensandmolepeople.com. Once a month, we'll read them as listener stories. If you really like this story and want to hear more, support the show at patreon.com slash aliens and mole people that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash aliens and mole people every bit helps support this show